0: This is episode 23 of the Lost a Step podcast for Sunday, August 21st. The podcast where three semi athletes and a semi producer all gathered to talk about what's going on in the world of sports, as well as crown who or whom has the unfortunate privilege of being crowned our Lost a Step moment of the week. Mike, Max, how are you guys doing?
1: Not bad. Nope.
0: No Pinto? Well, I'm getting him next because Tom. Happy birthday! How old oh, you? Thank, nice, you. Nice. thank you, <laughs> thank you. The birthday, you. Yeah, the birthday episode. Yeah, his own intro. How old are you? I am thirty years old. Wow, Mazel Tov! Big three yeah, zero. That's that's tough, dude.
2: Listen, I know we're the Lost Step podcast, so I went out yesterday, played basketball, needed to make sure that I didn't lose too many, and we won two out of three in the hot sun. So it was a good day. It sounds like you got carried because you said we. So, you know, all about the team, man. All about the team. All right. Right I right give on. credit to my credit to my teammates. That way, maybe one day Max will come down and play with us. I'm penciled gave, in. I'm
1: he's penciled had the in.
0: invitation before.
1: I don't take that lightly. I hope you know that. I know.
0: I'm well aware. The big three, oh, Tom. Congrats to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now. Going on this week, we are going to continue our coverage going on in the NFL as we get closer and closer to kickoff. This week, we're going to be going into our thoughts on the AFC South and the NFC North. We have a special guest joining us, but our wonderful co-host Max will be introducing him. And a little hint, we're keeping it in the family this week.
1: Hmm. 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 Think about that for a minute. <laughs> I'll think about that for Eileen? Eileen? Eileen's <laughs> on? Us. You
0: got
1: it. <laughs> we got it.
0: And of course, we're going to be talking about the story you may have missed for this week and the loss of step moment of the week. Uh, a little hint for both of them we're going to baseball. Specifically, we're going to the minors and the majors pretty interesting this week but if you want to hear more about our previous losses steps and stories you may have missed please go subscribe to this podcast on spotify google wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to follow along with our conversations on twitter at loss of step one and on facebook just by searching the lost a step podcast we have a special guest joining us today max why don't you take it away
1: Thanks Mark, appreciate it. Lovely introduction as always. Um and yes Tom, happy birthday. Thank you. Um and happy belated anniversary, not that. Thank long you. Ago. Thank you. Um tonight we're being oh, joined yeah. as Mark mentioned, we're we're sticking in the family. Um my brother-in-law is joining the joining the show. Um a loyal listener of the show, listens on his way to work or on the way home from work uh, every week as he's always traveling. Um, And then a loyal fan of the Colts. So, of course, we're going to talk some AFC South and the Colts today. Um, So, Hunter Rasko, thanks for joining us.
3: Thanks for having me on.
1: Finally good to be here. So, not to put you on the spot too much, but you obviously have a favorite person on the show. You know, you've been listening for a while. If you want to just share who that is. Mark. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. 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 I knew oh, you were fix. going with someone else. But
3: nice.
0: Right, right. We get uh, that a <laughs> lot. <laughs> Thank you.
1: When we ask people who are the favorite person, it's always Mark. As I mentioned, big Colts fan. Um, pretty high hopes. I feel like this year. Let's let's start right there. Matt Ryan comes in. Um, I think a lot of people feel better with him at least to start the year than Wentz last year. I mean, just to start, what are what are your thoughts on the team? Um, not a lot's changed as far as their roster, but obviously Matt Ryan is a big addition.
3: Yeah, I mean Matt Ryan, if he can play back to MVP caliber,
1: I years think ago
3: Super Bowl caliber, and when I how happy I was when they dropped Wentz, that was even better than how upset I was when they signed him. He's most overrated player in the league. Wow, wow.
4: big difference than our one of our previous guests yes. who is a Commanders fan. So. <laughs> He'd be he'll be a little upset to hear you say that. I don't disagree with you though. I do not disagree with you.
3: He had one good year, and their backup won the Super Bowl with the team. I no ifs,
4: buts, or maybe just facts. You're right.
3: Wow. Good,
1: but starting now. out strong. Um, I will throw this out to to all three of you. Um, maybe maybe get Pinto's thoughts here quick. Um, Matt Ryan last year, I feel like the he kind of gets an excuse with their offensive line wasn't very good the team wasn't very good in atlanta he took a lot of hits i feel like his performance last year a lot of people think was more the team than him do you think that and with this colts team do you think he can kind of take them to the next level as they barely missed the playoffs last year
2: yeah i mean they should have i mean they should have been in Last year, if they just beat they just beat Jackson with Hunter, I don't mean to bring up a bad memory from Week 17, but let's just call it what it is, right? I mean, they should have been division champions last year. Which, and as you said, that uh the team is is pretty similar. I mean, there's always changes every year, but roster wise, pretty wise, at least the most the uh, biggest key guys are pretty much all back. So, uh, Matt Ryan is a very durable guy. He's played, you know, me- stayed healthy the majority yeah. of his career, right? Former MVP as as we mentioned. Um I do think that he is, is an upgrade over Wentz. Um I know we're gonna get to our, our standings in, in a bit. Um it's no secret that I, it looks like the Colts and the Titans are going to be slugging this one out this year. And I'll be honest with you. I, I think it's, it's even though Ryan is an upgrade, I'm not going to tell you who I'm
1: picking to win it yet. Uh, we'll do that later. But nice. I, I think it's, I think it's close again. I do. Mike, I was going to ask you quick, um, <laughs> if, if obviously if you have anything to say on Ryan, we'll let you do that as well. But mm-hmm. I want to look at the defense yep. a little bit. Cause they yep. did make some, some big additions there with, uh, Yannick, uh, and Gakway. Um, on the defensive line, and then Stefan Gilmore, who some are saying maybe he's getting a little older and, and not that top corner that maybe people thought he was with the Patriots, but I mean, what do you think of this defense? They still obviously have Darius, now Shaquille yep. Leonard. If I don't know if you guys knew that, but a name change there. Um, i love to see that kind what do of you thing. Think? Yeah, I, it really threw me off because I didn't know who they were talking about when I was watching uh, ESPN one day, but I mean, this right. defense you would think they'd be better with, with those two additions. And then yeah. obviously Leonard's very good, but I think he's a little banged up right now.
4: Yeah. And I mean, and there's always going to be some, some knocks and stuff like that in football, right? You're always going to play a little bit hurt. Um, I think it's kind of like what we talked about with the giants, um, you know, a pass rush, a good pass rush can, can kind of hide the holes in the secondary and not that they really have holes, but if there is a question mark, it's probably maybe those safety positions. Cause obviously Gilmore can step in at the corner. Um, and he'll do a good job there. Um, if they do have a weakness, though, yeah, I would definitely say it's a secondary. But as long as they can get to the quarterback and, you know, they can, you know, force some errant throws or something like that, I think the defense will be maybe not much better,
1: but at least just as good. Yeah, and um, Pinto mentioned it. Uh, Titans, Colts, I think most of us will probably have those one, two in whatever order. Um, and I think that's how most people feel. But I did want to mention the Titans. Um A.J. Brown's gone. A lot of people questioning Derrick Henry now after the injury last year when he's been able to stay healthy um, for his career so far as a workhorse back. Um, I guess, Hunter, we'll start with you, but, I mean, what do you think about this Titans team? Do you think they do take a step back, or do you think they're still, even without Henry – or, sorry, without A.J. Brown, they're still – you know, can do some different things offensively, and they'll still be pretty good?
3: I mean, I think they're still going to be good. Maybe not Super Bowl contenders unless Henry can go back to a million carries a game. But I feel like with the injury and him being out, they're not going to push as many carries. But they also have the new quarterback that has been playing good in preseason. What's his name? Willis? You think, well, there's, Willis, a yeah. we,
1: you think there's a chance <laughs> we, we see him at some point this year?
3: I mean, what I've seen is he's been playing Wickigan preseason, which, I mean, it's just preseason, but with them drafting it, using it. Yeah. So, even if they did a yeah. two-quarterback two system or <clears throat> use Tannehill until he doesn't work out. Until
4: you can't. Until yeah, you can't. I agree with that. I think – um I don't think they're going to be a bad team. I think their defense, you know, they were top 10 in most categories last year, and I think they're returning like 10 out of 11 starters or something like that. Um, obviously, the biggest question mark is going to be wide receiver, right, with A.J. Brown going, Julio Jones leaving. Um, I think Robert Woods is there now, but he, what, he, yep. didn't he tear his ACL last November? Um, that's yeah, why the Rams got OBJ, that. right? <laughs> Yeah. So, just not being able to really get that chemistry early on, and you know, obviously he's a veteran, so he'll fit into any scheme. He can run routes, he can do all that stuff, and he'll bring some leadership, which I think is good. But you know, you're losing. I don't think Tannehill made AJ Brown what he is. Like that's one of those receivers where he's just a good receiver, not because of his quarterback. Um, so I think some of those um, the the things that Tannehill lacks, I think, will show a lot more this year than they have in the last couple of years, but. You know, uh, like Hunter said, if if Henry can be even three quarters of the player that he was a couple years ago, um, I don't see them losing a lot of games. But I don't, I don't think they really have um, the
1: talent to go far in the playoffs. Yeah, and I think Tannehill's. I don't know. I guess it could go either way, but I could see him like really wanting to. I mean, of course he wants to, but I could see him maybe taking things personal with just the draft pick, but then also last year, the way their their season ended as a number one seed, um, just a really bad performance left a bad taste in his mouth and the team as a whole. Um, yeah. I could see him maybe coming out and, and playing decent. I just don't know. I don't know if he's going to do it for a whole season or if this team is any better. Like, I think their chance was last year. If they were going to make a Super Bowl run, I think. That's yeah. maybe uh, past them now, but who knows? <laughs> I guess we'll we'll see. Um, I did want to something big that when we talk about the Texans, you know, you always associate Deshaun Watson with them, even though he's not mm-hmm. on the team anymore. Um, something we talked about, um, I believe, with Tutwiler a couple weeks ago. Chris, when he joined the show, um, obviously some more news came out this week. It's going to be an eleven-game suspension. It seems like that's pretty definite. <laughs> um, is what's reported. His first game back is against, you know, one of the teams in this division, his old team, the Texans. Um, I don't know. You guys just want to give some quick thoughts on that, the suspension. But then also that first game back, it's at Houston, if I'm I believe so. So, I mean, just just thoughts on those things. Hunter, go ahead, man. You're the guest. Guests always go (laughs) first.
3: All right. Uh, Well, I think Deshaun has been out of the game for pretty much two years now and they spent way too much money on him. And 11 games still doesn't seem like enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are, seem to I be mean, upset about that, and it's not the whole season. I mean, I
3: don't see, like, players being upset. Like, I don't know if any players are really right. upset. So, I mean, we'll never know the actual story of what happened. Calvin
4: Ridley Calvin Ridley's probably pissed yeah he's probably the only one that has
1: any any gripe but he's been tweeting some stuff i've seen uh, like i think he's just like guys i'm like are you serious
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah, he got the he got the shaft under that deal yeah
1: yeah yeah. he did for sure
4: i uh i mean i think it's i I think it's fireworks man yeah yeah no i think i think kind of we said it a little bit before the show actually started like they didn't give him 10 games, they didn't give him 12 games, they gave him the perfect number, 11 games so that he comes back to Houston in week 13 and the Bluebirds come out and they just absolutely give it to him. And I think it's going to be look, I don't I'm not going to I'm not an expert on legal matters or any of that. I'm not going to go and and talk about um you know, why he should have more or why he should have less or whatever. But at the end of the day, look, he's going to play football. It's, it is what it is. That's just how it is. He's going to have to play. And he's going to have to deal with a ton of, you know, fans that are just giving him the business. And, um, look, I think, I think the Browns are way better than the Texans, and I think that'll be um, a fun game for Deshaun to play in because I have a feeling that he's just going to shut a lot of people up in that stadium. But to go in that atmosphere, um, I'm excited to see what happens when he does come back.
1: Any
2: thoughts, Pinto? Um I think the suspension was too short. I thought it should have been should have been for the entire year. Uh that being said, I think by the time he comes back, I think it's gonna be too little, too late for Cleveland, even though uh they do have uh a pretty solid rest of the team um built around asides from quarterback. I think they're gonna be in too much of a hole uh by then, I think they'll be looking up at the Bengals. I think they'll be looking up at the Ravens. I don't think they'll be looking up at the Steelers. Um, kind of a, a a wild card this year to think what the Steelers are going to look like without Ben Roethlisberger, because it's we haven't seen that in, like, what, 19 years? So I'll call time, them yeah. a wild card for now. But I, I think they're looking up at, at the Bengals and the Ravens. Um, and even if they can win some games at the end of the year, actually... Now that I'm thinking about it, let's see their schedule when he comes back. Let's see.
1: Yeah, because I know we looked at their first. Because originally, when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, six, we talked right? about their first six games. Let's see. And, uh, that schedule didn't look too bad, honestly, and we thought they could go maybe like three and three, or even four and two. T- I think so. Okay, so he um, comes
2: back for he comes back for the last six. So it's home against the Texans. I'm I'm sorry, at the Texans, home yep. against the Bengals home against the ravens home against
1: the saints
2: at washington and at pittsburgh
1: there's probably so, like one game you feel ones. one or two you feel like pretty good about and then the rest are like cuz even our, at pittsburgh you know, pittsburgh's not that good at pittsburgh's still going to be it's a division tough division game that's the last game of the season yeah so
2: is handsel those are all besides the texans game those are all brutally or potentially brutally cold weather games in Cincinnati in December, home, home in Cleveland in December, in Washington on January 1st, and then in Pittsburgh on January 8th. So those could be five tough weather games for a guy who obviously has played on the road, but for his right. entire career played indoors in a dome.
1: Yeah. True,
2: yeah. And we will say
4: just to, uh, just to get back to the Texans. I know, obviously we wanted to bring up Deshaun and, and that kind of yeah. thing. So, I mean, with him being gone, it's it's David Mills that has to step up now, right? And that's his team. Um look, I don't really know who he's gonna throw the ball to. But Brandon Cooks is their number one, I guess. And he had I saw a stat earlier, like seventy or more um more targets than the next yeah, last year he was. Something busy. like that. It was Brandon ridiculous. Cooks. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, who's their second? What's his name? Collins? Nico Collins? I mean, I know uh, who else, who's Collins. he going to throw the yeah. football to? I, I just don't know. And then their up. run game, their run game, Rex Burkhead last year. And then now Marlon Mack comes in, who's made out of paper mache. Like, I, <laughs> the team is just, they're in a tough spot. And, yeah. and, um, the whole Deshaun situation that really, you know, that put him in a bad spot for the next, I think, probably two, three, four, maybe five years, depending on their draft picks and where they can go moving forward. But, um, they're going to have to, they're going to have to take some lumps this year, I think. And, and I think it's going to be tough for them, but Mills showed over his last few games last year, he cleaned up some of those mistakes, but I just don't see them, you know, being good enough to dominate
1: anyone. Yeah. I think he's going to have to have like a, I wouldn't say like a crazy good year, but I, he's definitely going to have to show like a lot for them not to pick a quarterback next year. Cause obviously yeah, we've talked about the draft class coming out. We know there's a couple of good quarterbacks, um, if they were to pass on that and Mills ends up not being much of anything, then like that's just going to look really bad for that for that franchise. Um, I do want to touch quick on the Jaguars before we get into our predictions. Um, one thing that I just thought of right away is, of course, quarterback um, and then head coach. So Doug Peterson's first year there, um, we know how the big of a mess it was last year with Urban Meyer. Um, Trevor Lawrence, maybe this is really kind of looked at as his rookie year after last year. A lot of people felt like. They kind of wrote it off to Urban Meyer being there, just a mess of a franchise, you know, last year. Um, what do you guys think? Again, we'll start with you, Hunter. But if Trevor Lawrence like doesn't look great this year, like, are the Jaguars already thinking about like new quarterback, or do you think he gets a little bit more time?
3: I would say he probably gets a little more time because they just haven't had a great team. It's yeah to say it's hard to say if it's his fault if it's. No help, no bad coach. It's there's a bunch of parts with it, and now that yeah. this year, if he does if he does terrible this year, I could see it. But if he's been playing like how he is or does better, I can see him keep sticking around for a while.
4: Here's here's the thing with with that with quarterbacks especially. I think number one, he's going from an absolute dumpster fire with Urban Meyer to a new system right with Peterson, and 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 I think that alone it kind of negates year one, right? Because you're going to a whole new system and now you have to reevaluate your quarterback. Quarterbacks already get typically like a three-year window depending on the variables and everything going on. So I don't think they go into panic mode. Um, I will say that just with the additions of Christian Kirk uh Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, he he does have some more weapons on the offense and and don't forget uh Etienne missed his entire rookie season.
1: Yeah, he was so there gonna at have, all.
4: they're going to have a little bit of a run game. You would hope that he comes back and hopefully he can be um the same player that he was prior to the injury, but I do agree like Trevor Lawrence needs to step up and be better, but I definitely don't think they hit the panic button if he doesn't look like, you know, college
1: yeah, like what well, everyone thought he was—they were already right. calling him, you know. It
4: takes time. Yeah, it definitely
1: takes time. Should he should he perform this year? Absolutely. Should he be flawless? No. Pinto, we uh, we're kind of getting close here, so I want to get into predictions. Uh, but since we we didn't get you in there, can you just hit us? I'm very interested how you have this Colts Titans as you mentioned before. Um, what what's your top four?
2: Can I just say one thing really quickly? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mike, I'm not trying to pick on the Giants here. If if, if we think Evan Ingram is is a big addition, I, I think Evan Ingram stinks. Look,
4: so Evan Ingram's got holes Uh-oh. in his hands for sure, but he he, I mean, he's a he's a freak of an athlete. He he runs good routes. He gets open a lot. He just had trouble holding onto the ball, and I think That's a good a, reset. That maybe a may- rookie quarterback where a situation where. There's not as much pressure on him. He's not in the bright lights in New York. He's that, not under the spotlight. Will, He's not getting the criticism. Help. He's going to play help. for the Jaguars, who have no no success over the last you know. That's exactly. Years. That's
2: exactly why they can wait a little more with Lawrence if he struggles. Because yeah. it, yep. I've never been to Jacksonville, but <laughs> I, I I know we all know like the media pressure is not breathing down their neck. It's
0: different, yeah, yeah, right.
4: It's different. And I, don't get me wrong, man. They got like, some time. I, I am I am pissed at Evan Ingram. If I saw that guy, I would get a step and I'd walk up it and I'd punch him right in his nose. Okay, because wow. he cost us some games. No, that, was, that drop against the that drop against the Eagles a couple years ago, this. I I still wake up at three a.m. sweating. Thinking that he caught it, like it is unbelievable that that. I didn't that mean he to go down this the road, Max. I, yeah, I apologize
2: for for Max. Walker, no, no, no. no. Michael, you I guess you guys heard in the nose. I'm sorry. Mean, I'm just. I, I did not mean to <laughs> rile you up. Like I really did it. I just don't think he's any good. No, I, mean, I agree. I agree. He yeah. he had some crazy drops, but he is a
4: freak athlete. And if they can get him holding on to the ball, he will be a serious weapon and, and stay healthy. That quarterback that's, who can, yeah, stay healthy. Yeah, that's the a quarterback who's going to need. He's going to need a guy that he can he can trust and throw the ball to, to, like, on checkdowns and slants and stuff like that. Ingram can get open.
3: Ingram okay. may not be a top 10 tight end, but he's still replacing – who did they have last year? Maybe Dan know. Arnold <laughs> that's at one point. <laughs> <Like>.
4: <laughs> who knows, man? Yeah, no, you're right. It's a good point. Like, he's an upgrade. He's not the best, yeah. but he's an upgrade from what they had. So. Christian Kirk stretching the field too. Who knows? We'll see. Christian Kirk can play. They
2: paid him too much, but he can play. Ari All right. Pinto. So for my, Let's for my AFC, that. for my AFC South <laughs> prediction, sorry, we got a little <laughs> off track. I'm, <there>. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Colts. Um, I like their quarterback edge over the Titans. I think I still might pick the Titans if uh, AJ Brown was still there, but I think his departure is going to hurt them a lot. You can only do so much with Derrick Henry and their defense for as is, is great as Henry is and as solid as the defense is, I'm going to take the Colts um, with the, I, I think that's kind of like a miss. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, especially in a very deep AFC, but I think Ryan puts them the overtop in the division. I'll take them first. I'll take the tight second. Um, as I'm sure we all will. We'll have a combination of them going 1-2. Um, I will take the Jaguars third. I, I think, again, as as we mentioned it before, such a dumpster fire of of a year last year. Uh, really can only get better from here. Um, they have a, a, a better system in there to kind of change that locker room, change that culture. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they will be third in the division. Uh, I don't think the Texans really have anything that can really go great for them this year. Three wins, four wins at max. I think the Jaguars can maybe get to four. I don't think the Jaguars are going to, you know, outwin them by five games, but I think they'll find a way to get third. I think the Texans could be the worst team in the league, maybe next to the Falcons, and I've got them
1: last. Hunter, any hot takes for us? I know we're we're probably looking at Colts, Colts first, a little biased, but also, you know, makes sense.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be biased, but I do have... Colts won. I mean, they have JT, which might be an improvement over Henry in that situation, depending on how he comes back. Matt Ryan, I want to say he's better than Tannehill. And even Pittman not being the best number one receiver, I feel like he's still better than old Robert Woods. So I <laughs> and just, he's still yeah. young.
1: He's still young. Ah, uh, Pittman. So who knows? Yeah, maybe he's got I mean, even more a, more in like him.
3: Second or third year. So yeah, I think
1: third. Yeah, third, yeah. I believe. Yeah.
3: So I mean, yeah. he. I just feel like the Colts have just a slight edge, maybe a win or two over them. I'm not saying they're gonna. Titans are gonna stink or anything, but Colts one, right? Titans two. Uh, got the Jags three, and then the Texans. I don't mm. think the Texans <laughs> are gonna be. The worst, but I definitely don't think they're going to be close to playoffs or anything. I don't think anyone besides who wins AFC South is going to be in the playoffs.
1: That's kind of yeah, yeah. That's kind of the same way. Mike, are you are you similar? David Mills
4: is going to light. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) The the Colts, (laughs) the Colts, the Colts are going to run away with it. They're too good. Um, Matt Ryan's going to bring some stability some leadership, some experience. Um, he might blow like a 28-3 to 3 lead maybe once or twice this year. But uh, other than that, um, I think they, they run away with it. Titans will be good. They're not going to be as good. They'll take second. Um, and then the Jags are improving. They should be better than they have been. Um, and they'll be just good enough to nudge the Texans into fourth, lonely fourth. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the league, I think.
1: Yeah, Mike, I'm um, same same order for me there. Um I I do think this Colts team like I don't know. I just feel like they they underperform a little bit sometimes. So I I do think this is going to be a close race with the those top two teams we've been talking about. Um I think the Titans are still going to be good. Um their defense played well last year. They played well when Henry went down. So if that happens again, I could see you know, I could see them still being good enough to to stay competitive. Um Julio Jones wasn't I I don't really even count him last year just cuz he didn't play a ton and when he did he was exiting games a lot. So it was really AJ Brown that left and obviously I'm not trying to make small of that, you know, he's a big departure, but um I think Robert Woods can can be decent um as long as everything goes well with the the comeback from from the uh, uh injury last year and then we haven't mentioned, I don't think we've mentioned him, but Traylon Burks, the guy they traded, they traded mm-hmm. Brown and got the Eagles pick. They drafted Burks. Um, there's been some bad reports so far out of camp, but who knows because Jamar had, Chase had a lot of... B- some stuff, didn't he? So there was some conditioning issues, I guess, early in like OTAs. And then now yep. um, I've just been hearing, I don't think he's missed a ton, at least right now, but I think he's just, uh, there's talks about him just like not being up to speed and just like having issues at camp. Um, So we'll see. I mean, I was just going to say Jamar chase, a lot of people were down on him going into last year and he ended up having an amazing rookie season. So who knows, you know, maybe Burks can be pretty good. Um, So that's why I have the Titans too, but I don't think it's super far. Where I think I think it's going to come down to a you know maybe two games or something like that, um, and then I'm with you with the Jaguars and Texans. Jaguars three, um, I could see it being either way. I I don't see a huge difference with those teams. I do think Mills could be an okay quarterback, and uh, Brandon Cooks played well last year, as you mentioned. So um, I think the Texans have a little bit on offense. They have a rookie running back in Damian Pierce that it seems like he's going to end up getting a lot of carries throughout the year. Uh, so we'll yeah. see what that offense looks like. Um, but yeah. Those are my predictions. So we all pretty much, pretty much the same. Um, Mike, I guess, guess we can move over to the NFC North.
4: Yeah. Well, first of all, don't ever disrespect Joe Burrow like that, and and say that you know Burks might have a a good year because Jamar Chase did. Okay.
1: No, Still but but I know, is I'm just
4: joking. Did I'm just we all to get you fired Chase... up? I'm, I'm trying to get you fired up right now. I need you. I need well, you. No, you we hot to and talk. spicy for this. I know. <laughs> I, I know. No, I need you hot and spicy for this, Max. We're going to lead (laughs) off with you. So, the Packers, you know, aside from Adams, uh, Valdez, Scantling, and Smith, they haven't really lost much this year, right? So, I think (laughs) it's a joke. They lost a lot. Um, (laughs) Look, they still have Rodgers. Obviously, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's an unbelievable quarterback. But, Max, if you want to just start off, give me your thoughts on the Packers. Give me a preview. What do you expect out of them? The changes to the offense. Who's going to step up? What do you got for me?
1: Yeah, I'll start with the defense quick just because that's a little simpler. My or just a little more predictable. I would say Um, this defense was pretty good last year, um, even without Zadarius Smith for basically the whole year. Um, They were missing um, Jair Alexander for a lot of the year. He got hurt. Um, Devondre Campbell really stepped up for them at linebacker and kind of gave them like a stable piece in the middle. Um, Kenny Clark is, you know, Always oh, pretty good. Um, just a good, good guy to have up front. Um, and then they got some great play out of rookie cornerback Eric Stokes. Obviously, now going into his second year, um, Rashul Douglas, who was a big free agent signing, um, made a big play against the team he was cut by, the Cardinals last year. Um, interception to end the game. Um, he was a nice addition. Um, this year they really just drafted a couple guys early in the the first couple of rounds. Quay Walker out of Georgia, and then um, Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. So you hope that those guys carry what they brought, you know, what they did at Georgia, um, with an amazing defense there and just add to this Packers defense. I honestly think, I don't think this is crazy to say, I think they can be a top five defense this year. Um, and as you mentioned with the offense, I think if they can do even a top 10 defense, that would help a lot. Um, yeah, we'll just go, you know, talking about the offense it's tough because I know everyone's deservingly so, you know, giving them a tough time without Adams, but at times last year and in years past, Rodgers has kind of settled in on that one receiver and understandably because Adams is an amazing receiver um, whether Rogers obviously may maybe made him a little better, but Adams is still, I think he'll be great with, with the Raiders. Um, I think at times that hurt the Packers a lot. Um, In the playoff game against the Niners, it seemed like he was forcing balls to Adams when he had guys open. Um, It's easier to say afterwards when you're watching tape or seeing pictures of Lazard running open. It's like it's tough to tell in real time, but it does seem like he did that a lot. And the Packers have been good without Adams um, in the past. It's only a sample of about eight or nine games. But they have shown they can win without him. I think the the it's like seven and one or something like that, a pretty good record without him when he's been hurt or whatever. Um, we'll see what they can get out of Sammy Watkins. Um, Randall Cobb obviously is getting up there. We'll see what they can get out of him. Alan Lazard, I don't think, is a number one receiver, but I think he's shown signs where he can be good enough for for Aaron Rodgers to, you know, even pick him up a little bit more. Um and then I yeah. think the big the big questions are really offensive line because Elton Jenkins is one of their better offensive linemen. He's coming back from an injury. Um, not ACL sure if he's right? playing. I, it's one of, one of those. I, I always yeah. feel like I – but, yeah, he's coming back from that. Um, we'll see if he plays week one. And then Bakhtiari actually just got uh, – just started practicing, I think it was either yesterday or today. Um, we hope he comes back, but he <laughs> – we'll see. He tried to come back was last just, year at the end of the year. We'll see if he's just kind of well, something's really bad with that knee because he was like an ACL as well. Um, so we'll see. The offensive line would be very good if Jenkins and Bakhtiari are there. If not, I worry a little bit about Rodgers, you know, staying off the grass for for a lot of the year. Um, and then running backs, yeah. I'll just mention quick. Obviously, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, I think one of the better duos in the league. I, I would think they would rely on them, especially with Adams not being there. But we'll see Aaron might change up every play that's called a run and switch it to a pass and we'll, we'll see. But, uh, but I like those two a lot. So I think they really should rely on them. Um, but, but, you know, I guess we'll wait and see.
4: Yeah. And real quick before I let, uh, Hunter and and Pinto go, Max, I have have two questions for you. So the first one, um, you kind of just touched on with Rogers being who Rogers is, you know, he loves slinging the ball. He loves to be that guy. And and I don't want to say that he hates handing the ball off because I'm sure sometimes he enjoys just, you know, getting a break from doing whatever, but do you think that he has the confidence in these young guys to kind of sling the ball around and, and, you know, just do what he does, or do you think he will just kind of concede and say, look, we need to run the ball more, like just, you've watched Aaron Rodgers for years now. And and I feel like you probably feel like you know him a little bit. Right. So, um, I mean, what I do, do you, what do you think but, you're going to see out of What do you think you're going to see out of him?
1: So I don't see him being much different. Um, but I do, I will say as far as like the trust thing, he's already talked about it. There's a lot out of camp this past week about, he came out and basically called out some of those young guys. Um, Jordan love mm-hmm. against the Niners threw a couple, he threw three picks. I guess two of them were really not his fault. I didn't, watch much of that game but um Rodgers was kind of down on some of those young receivers and saying like we need you to to come along quick because you're gonna you know be needed um I don't know if some of that too is knowing that Sammy Watkins probably won't play you know a full season um and that Cobb probably won't play a full season so it's like these guys are gonna maybe not start the year in the starting lineup but they're gonna have to come in and probably play big minutes um or big snaps um but I don't think Rodgers is going to shy away and not fire the ball, you know, not throw it around. Um, I do think, though, if Lazard shows that he can be trusted, that Rodgers will kind of key on key in on him and uh, and maybe avoid throwing to the, some of those younger guys. You hope Robert Tunyon, who I didn't mention before, you hope he can be healthy. Um, there's a chance he ends up playing week one. He's coming back from an injury as well. Um, I think he he trusts him, and so that would be another guy that he can rely on rather than, some of these young guys, but there is, um, real quick, uh, young receiver rookie in the fourth round, I believe Romeo dubs, he's getting a lot of talk out of camp and you always worry about like camp talk. Cause it could be, you know, guys getting all this hype. And then during the season, nothing happens, but Rogers has said some positive things about him too. So you hope maybe he starts trusting those young guys, even though he hasn't done that in years past.
4: That was gonna be my next question is if you could pick one, who do you think would step up the
1: most? Do you think it would be? out of the young guys or like even yeah. Watkins and um, <clears throat> no, the young guys
4: draft picks, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. With the younger guys, Christian Watson just started practicing. That was their first pick. Um, that was the second round. I believe um, they have high hopes for him. I guess he's got, he's very athletic, but maybe just like the intangibles and like the basic type stuff, like maybe he needs to work on. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think I would see him being that guy if he, you know, plays the full season um, that maybe Rogers leans on. But as I mentioned, that Romeo Dubs guy, it, you're seeing a lot out of him, and you're hearing a lot from like reporters and stuff. So that's a name that I would probably keep an eye on. That maybe you start hearing more um, as long as Rodgers can trust them. And uh, drops are a huge thing with with young guys. So you hope hope that's not an issue. Right.
4: Well, that's Max Con beat writer. Uh, I love uh, for I NFL love talking about this.
1: Sorry, guys. You know, I just went on for. <laughs> uh, you
4: know. So, Hunter, I'll let you go first. If you have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to add about the Packers, um, I know you have to deal with Max probably talking about him all the time. So
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't let him bring too much Packer stuff in the house, but um, <laughs> I think Rodgers is going to be Rodgers. He's still going to be good. Maybe not MVP caliber without Devontae and somebody that's a true number one receiver. I mean, mm-hmm. Lazard's decent, but he's definitely no number one. Right. And he has he played even played a fall season, and I mean Cobb's ancient. So
1: yeah, yeah. I don't. Really Rogers really mean, likes he, Cobb. He trusts him, but yeah, he's he's definitely on his way out. I would say of the of the league. Out, he, he's uh, playing too much more. And I mean, yeah.
3: their defense is good, so they got that to fall back on, and. I would think for the sake of the team and winning, Rodgers would hand the ball off a couple times more. Like, you would
1: think. We'll you would see. Think. You would hope so.
3: I mean, at least he has those two to dump it off to. Right. If, worst case scenario. But yeah. I, I don't see them being as good as they've been the past couple of years. But I still think they're a top team, definitely a top team in the NFC.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think they're. they're I will a 10, say too. Team meant the least. Before I let Pinto chime in, um, Rogers. I don't know if it was a lot of check um, checking out of calls and things like that, but the Packers as a whole, when they got down in the like inside the ten, inside the five, they were throwing a ton. Like they didn't not hand the ball off much. And when you have Aaron Jones who scored a lot of touchdowns in the past few years, and then AJ Dillon, who's just you know a house, um, you would think they'd be handing the ball off when they get that close to the end zone. So we'll see if that changes this year because Rogers doesn't have that goal line guy in Adams that they just, it seemed like Adams was so good at getting open down there. So it made sense, but like, I just like just hand the ball off, like give a, give AJ Dylan a couple chances, give Jones some chances. Um, we'll see if that changes this year. What do you think Pinto?
2: I'll ask Max a question. Max, who would, you, if, if you had to pick, take your, take your bias out. If if you had to pick on your team, who would you rather have, Dalvin Cook or either running back on the Packers? Uh, b- b- let's just say Jones, because Jones seems to be the number one, even though they are a really nice one, too. Let's just say Jones. Who would you rather have, Dalvin Cook or Aaron Jones?
1: Damn. On their
2: best day,
1: 100% healthy, you're saying, Yeah, because right? yeah, that's, yes. uh, that's, that's day, the thing yeah, that you got to add, because Dalvin hasn't stayed on the field. Best um, day,
2: 100% healthy. They're both playing 17 games in the
1: season. Who would you rather have? Probably for seventeen games, it's hard. It's hard to not say Dalvin. I think just Aaron Jones. I think is a very good running back, but I think Dalvin is just like in that special category when he's playing. Um, I will add this though, um, for for the Packers fans out there, Aaron Jones is a great locker room guy. Like he, I just feel like he brings a great energy. Which is important. Um, I miss Jamal Williams because that he brought. So yeah, that's I tough, but I, I see Jamal. Was, I saw Jamal back. Williams
2: has been like crying in in like the huddles. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting emotional. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a little I emotional. He's on
1: the Lions, so you gotta, okay. you know.
2: I have right. one more question for you. If Adam Thielen was a Packer, is he the number one receiver? Probably. Okay. That's but, why I'm taking the Vikings to win the division this year. Wow, he's already. Think, we there. haven't gotten there yet. I think, well, I, I wanted to ask Max first to, so right. for him to kind of do some, do some of the legwork for me. And now right. it, it led me into it perfectly. He answered how I thought he would answer. You, mm-hmm.
1: you do also have to, like, you guys did tell me, you know, if Dalvin's healthy and at his best for, you know, yes. the whole season. So yes. that's, that's a big thing that since you added that, but we all know that there's a good chance he's not because sure. I don't know if he's played sixteen, you know, last year 17 games right um, in a season yet. Right. So
4: I mean that's enough Packers also talk. Yeah, let's let's cover
1: some enough other Packers teams. Get, talk get the pressure off. For all our
4: listeners, you heard it here first. Max is a huge fan of Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, loves the Vikings, <laughs> skill players. Freaking what media fan. So
1: <laughs> See, <laughs> take, what that, made do take that how you will.
4: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to the lions here. And this is, this is a fun, this is a fun team for me. Um, obviously they brought in the hometown kid, um, Aiden Hutchinson, big splash there. Hopefully he can have a great year for them. Downside. You still have Jared Goff as your quarterback, really a uh, fiery head coach. Um, Hunter, what do you think about the lions?
3: I think Jared Goff is a decent quarterback. He's not going to win you championships. I mean, he was on the Rams, at an amazing team, and still didn't win. Yep. So I don't see them being a great team. They're still going to be a losing record team. But they have Amon Ra St. Brown, which is a great wide receiver. I think he's very underrated. Um, and then I lost a fantasy a
2: championship team. last year because I didn't start him.
3: He is When he started playing (laughs) playing good, he was like a top five fantasy receiver. And then they also got Swift, which I mean, I could argue top 10 running back. They don't have it. They don't have the best defense, but they don't have a terrible one. So, I mean, I could see them winning more games than they did last year, but I mean, they're still not going to be great.
4: Yeah. Pinto
3: yes
2: on the line about the lines on the yeah, lines yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the lines i'm sorry Dramatic um, pause i think that they're certainly moving in the right direction um i think that there there is a lot to like there in hutchinson is a uh, looks like he's going to be a heck of a player kind of gives off some um chase young vibes i think hopefully he can stay um great first year than, terrible second year vibes. right looks uh, hopefully he can stay a little a little bit healthy just kind of that that, Very that that freak athlete um but like hunter said and i know that kirk cousins kind of gets some of this too cuz there are a lot of kirk cousin haters out there and you know the guy really has never you know it seems like he's never won a what did they win that one game um, against the Saints, and, against the Saints, and, against the Saints, in the Diggs. Superdome, right? And it was a questionable catch at the end. The and he Minnesota really Miracle. Catched.
4: That wasn't him. Or mini- Oh yeah, you're right. That wasn't him. That was that Case was, Keenum. That was yeah. Case
2: Keenum. It was the yeah. Fu- oh that was, yeah, I forgot. That was that was Case Keenum. So, um,
4: Mark, I th- cut that. Mark, don't make <laughs> me look bad.
2: I think. Uh, <laughs> I think the Lions are definitely up and coming, but I don't think that Jared Goff just isn't I'm I know he played in the Super Bowl. I I'm aware of that, but I just don't think that he has enough around him to, to really push for second place in the division. Unless there's injuries to the Packers and the Vikings, then anything's anything's open. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I think there would need to be a substantial injury to one of those two teams, the Packers or the Vikings for them to have a chance, but I do like what they're doing. I think they're going in the right direction. They're not quite there. Kind of like the jets almost kind of, kind of like the jets, although they have a more veteran quarterback than the jets, but it seems like things are going right, but still not quite there yet. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: That's fair. That's fair. We'll just go into predictions. You know, we're we're getting up against it. Um we'll talk about the Bears and Vikings with our predictions. Um I Pinto, you you know, you came out and said it, so I don't know if you want to just <laughs> Sure just start off with your maybe just skip the Vikings in first and just go on to the next Vikings game. in first win the division. Packers close behind
2: their tails in second. Maybe even it maybe even a tied record and the Vikings win. Um, with a tiebreaker. I could see both teams finishing twelve and five, 11 and six. could see that. uh Lions third and the Bears, boy, the bears are the Bears are gonna be bad. Um, kind of uh, Falcons, Texans team. Uh, that might be your your bottom three teams uh in the league this year. Um, I guess Jacksonville maybe, but I, I think Jacksonville will be a little bit better. so um I don't know anyone who's gonna take the Bears not to finish fourth. In this division and I don't even think the Lions Are that great I don't think the Lions will finish Over 500 but I think Compared to the Bears I think They're
3: light years ahead Of them
1: Hunter You on the same page
3: I got the Packers you on one By a game I will say by one game Or a tiebreaker
1: Close finish Mm -hmm.
3: Just because the Vikings are going to lose too many Depending on if Cook gets hurt or Kirk Cousins being Kirk Cousins. And I I got Vikings second. Then I'm opposite. I am Bears three. Wow. I got the wow. Bears. They're gonna be above the Lions by a game or two. Why? Tell me why. I don't know. I just feel that they're not like they're a bad team. But they're <laughs>
1: Do you believe not in Justin Fields? Enough. Do you think Justin Fields can be good enough to like? Because they don't have like, if you look at their offensive weapons, like they're yeah, they're kind they of with the Packers, but probably a little worse in my opinion.
3: Yeah, I mean they got Montgomery as their running back, which is an average decent. running back. Mooney is their wide receiver one, so it's not like a great team. But Fields has been playing decent for his weapons wise. And I feel like they just will sneak out a couple extra wins and I just see them be the just out playing the lions all season.
1: I'll uh, Mike, I'll let you go last. So I'll just start <laughs> and say uh, I am taking the Packers. Um, I I think I have the Vikings second. Um, I, I think the Vikings are going to be good this year. I think the Vikings are going to be, if that's how it finishes um or no matter how that finishes i think the other the team in second will be a wild card team cuz i do think they're both going to be good um i think zadarius smith maybe not necessarily was a big loss for the packers but i think it was a nice addition for the vikings because i think the packers are okay without him but i don't want to play him twice a year like i'd rather just see him in the afc or something like that um so i think the vikings they they like to do that they like to pick up packers players and uh You know, hopefully, doesn't doesn't uh, hit Aaron too much. Um, But I know he's been talking a lot.
4: So, why do Packers players
1: like to go there? I think part of it's probably to play their old team, and maybe it's I don't I don't think anyone. I mean, I don't know the inner workings of the the franchise, and if they have big issues with the Packers or Aaron Rodgers. But um, you know, Greg Jennings kind of went off on uh, Aaron Rodgers, and says all these things about Aaron Rodgers after he left and played for the Vikings and he didn't do much with Minnesota. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about, about that, but I do think, um, I think the Vikings defense is going to be pretty good. I don't think Patrick Peterson is anything close to what he used to be. So I'm not too worried about their secondary. I think their secondary still besides Harrison Smith at safety. I don't think their secondary is anything special. So I'm not really worried about going up against them. Um, but I do think with Zadarius Smith, and then, uh, the Vikings on the other side, uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel Hunter, that's a pretty scary, uh, you know, One pass two, rush to yeah. go up against. Um, so I got the Vikings second. I think their offense is going to be very good this year. Mike Zimmer leaving, I think was a great thing for them. I agree. Um, bad for the Packers. <laughs> um, yes. and then in third, I'm sticking with, I got, uh, the same as Pinto. I do think the Lions are going to improve this year. Um, I think, they played in a lot of close games last year. I don't know if you guys have been watching Hard Knocks, but they've talked about that during that show. Um, and it seems like they came out on the wrong end of that a lot. And so you'd like to think that, you know, a couple of those games will go the other way this year. Um, I think Jeff Okuda, uh, they'd like to see a lot from him. He was like their second or third overall pick a couple of years ago, and he just hasn't done much. He's been hurt um, as well. So you'd like to see him step up on defense. Um, and then if they can have that at corner and then Hutchinson, uh, play well at, at Lyman, you know, this defense is starting to come together. Mm-hmm. I I'm with Pinto. I think the bears, I actually think they're going to be the worst team in football. Um, I think, I don't think it's necessarily because of fields. I think it's more because of what they have around him offensive line. I think the bears are as close to like trying to tank as, um, as you can get without like saying it. Um, I think it's a good sign, though. Roquan Smith just uh, started practicing with them. He was holding in um, for to get traded or to get a new contract, and he said he would play this year. So that's good for their defense. Um, but I just think there's not a lot of great talent on that team as a whole, um, and so I have them winning maybe like three or four games and, and being one of the worst teams in football.
4: Um, I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, first, I'm going to say week one, Vikings-Packers. Vikings absolutely dominate that game, and then the Packers the go on a tear for sure. And then, going and then the Packers go on a tear. Yeah, I think the Packers go on a tear. I don't think they're going to be explosive offensively, but I think their defense is going to be very, very good. They were, they were on on the cusp of being elite last year, and I think they have the that ability to to be very, very good again this year. Um Do I see Aaron Rodgers being an MVP candidate? No, but I see him still being Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to spread the ball, and he's going to be accurate, and he's going to find a way to win because he's competitive, and that's what he does. So I have the Packers taking the division by probably, like Hunter said, a game, maybe a tiebreaker. It's going to be close, but I think the Packers will take it. Vikings, Lions, Bears. Um, I just don't think – I like Justin Fields a lot. I just don't think the Bears are going to be very good. They lost too many pieces, and uh, I just don't see them beating. So there you have it, Max. I took them for you. And only thank for you. you. I
1: appreciate that.
4: Yeah. I You're think that will welcome. be
1: a good, I think that will be a good battle all year. Um, I, I do think the Vikings are going to be pretty good this year and their offense is going to be a fun offense to watch with, uh, with Kevin O'Con- I Is it Kevin O'Connell at head coach? I think so. Couldn't even tell you. We'll just say that's right. And then Mark can edit it if it's not. Um, nice, but cool. I mean, I like talking Packers. So that was fun for me. <laughs> um, Hunter, any, any last thoughts, anything, anything you want to talk about? Any, you know, you want to just say nice things about me or anything you want to add?
3: I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but
1: that's fair. <laughs> Got it. I like them.
3: I will <laughs> say when I said Packers over Vikings, if they both make it to the playoffs, I have Vikings going farther than the Packers.
1: I will. Ooh. Say you didn't Packers have to add that in there, but thank you. But I just wanted to make sure you <laughs> make that. Thank you for clarifying. We do appreciate that. Um, Hunter, it's been fun. I'm glad we could talk some some football and uh, looking forward to uh, Survivor. Um, Pinto, did you want to say anything to Hunter about Survivor or anything like that?
2: Good luck. And if you're taking against the Jets week one, rethink it. I know a lot of
3: people who are already doing it. Don't be one of them. <laughs> I, last year was my first year doing it, and I didn't really know how to do it. So I went out week one. <laughs> i just tried going like a long shot first week and it didn't pay off i'm gonna play a little smarter this year and hopefully not let max be the winner again
1: yeah what's all I was hope hoping for that. that would be mentioned what's all hope for that well cool thanks hunter we appreciate you being on thank you guys for having me
2: okay so we are now going to head to our story that you missed of the week uh, this great story coming from Eric Mullen of NBC Sports. Um, this is a great one. So last night, the uh, Space Cowboys, the Houston Astros AAA affiliate, uh, always great names for some of the minor league teams, scored 17 runs in the sixth inning In their 21-4 win over the Oklahoma City Dodgers in Sugar Land, Texas. Here are some great stats for you. The Cowboys sent 23 hitters to the plate in the inning. 23, so that's through the batting order twice, plus five more. Ten hits, nine walks, a hit-by-pitch, and only one home run, three doubles, and six singles. The crazy part about it was 12 of the 17 runs came with two outs, which is pretty remarkable right if you score 3 runs with 2 outs not on a home run that's almost seems like a lot they scored 12 of 17 runs with 2 outs but here's my favorite part about this and this is great looking up um by Eric Mullen f- finding this out it is not the it is not the record for runs in an inning that record belongs <laughs> to the 1930 waco cubs who scored 18 runs in an inning against, wait for it, the Beaumont Exporters. (laughs) That's actually the name of a team. The Beaumont Exporters. exporters. Beaumont is in Texas. I know that. Uh, I believe Jay Bruce is from Beaumont, Texas. You might have to check me on that. Um, Former Met, former Red, former Yankee for like 10 days. I believe yeah, Jay long. Bruce, I believe Jay Bruce is from Beaumont, Texas. So that is actually the record um when I just saw that uh that kind of I just I just love hearing stats like that. Um but great job by the Space Cowboys, 17 run inning and route to a 21 to 4 win over
1: the Dodgers. I just confirmed wow. Jay Bruce is from there. Nice. Nice. I still got it. I might Good be 30, out. but
2: I, I still got it.
4: <laughs> never lost it. That's one thing you'll never lose a step in. I uh, That's a lot of runs. That's a lot of hits. That's a lot of offense.
2: It's a lot of offense. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> uh,
4: I'm just trying to comprehend, like, I don't, like...
2: You can't even see that in like high school no. games or anything like that because there's mercy yeah. rules
4: and stuff. Like that's just
2: twenty one runs in a game too. I mean, it took like the Yankees like thirteen games to score twenty
1: one runs. And there it is. Not right. not well, right. moving on. Um, <laughs> no, but it, especially the two out thing because I feel like it's so not easy, but like to that's just get hot. like a ground ball that's at some point, right. or like that's something someone, to go your way. Someone's going
2: to hit a hard line drive <laughs> Yeah. At someone. Right.
1: So that, that to me is pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a good find, Pinto. I'm gonna look up some stats
2: for next show about the Beaumont exporters. I need to know everything about this team.
1: They're also our Beaumont listeners, so yeah we do have a our older those, listeners i'm I'm gonna yes. reach
2: out to our our older crowd someone yeah, who can remember right, right. The, the beaumont <laughs> exporters my new favorite tammy team. and
4: eileen tammy and eileen are big beaumont exporter fans so yeah they're avid listeners and big fans so. that's what they've been waiting for all 20, they, uh, 23 uh, episodes she, she just texted me actually she's, <laughs> she's asking why we haven't talked about them sooner so
2: they real quick they folded in 57. They won two championships mm, in 1932 and 1938.
4: Wow. A lot of history in that. I'm uh, excited for house. next week's <laughs> more stats. <laughs> Are um, you? <laughs> I'd be fine if we didn't include it to be honest with you. Nah. Let's let's talk about I'm just getting <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever makes you so, happy Pinto, We'll we'll go sign
1: for you. You'll support me. <laughs> Yeah, as, uh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> as Mark mentioned before, we do have uh, some major league talk as well. Um, so we'll get into our, our loss of step for the week. Um, I feel like we we're probably going to have some some football uh, guys start getting on the lost step in a couple of weeks. So it's nice to to still pick on some some of the baseball guys. And with this one, it hasn't been pretty uh, since he switched teams. Um, for a little background, Josh Hader. The Milwaukee Brewers uh, closer at the time was traded on August 1st to the San Diego Padres. Um, he was traded for reliever Taylor Rogers, um and Denelson Lamette. Hope I said that right. Um, and then also two prospects. Um, that was right before the trade deadline, um, or I guess during the trade deadline. Um, it was kind of a surprising move for the, a lot of people were kind of surprised by it as the Brewers are, you know, right in the thick of things in a playoff race. Um, fighting for a division, uh division title. Um, their top closer for what? Probably been at least the last four years, five years. Five, six, five, yeah, five. Yeah, a, I think a name yeah. that's been, you know, become well known just around the league in general, not just Brewers. One fans. of the best closers um, in
4: baseball, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a little surprising there. Um, he got traded over the Padres, where obviously they've made some big moves, um, trying to just stack up for the playoffs and he's had a rough time um he his first first two appearances um went pretty well for the most part didn't give up any any runs um and then after that uh an appearance on august 9th against the giants he uh gave up three earned runs um and then on august 18th um he walked a batter uh got two outs there nothing nothing crazy but then the day later, um, August nineteenth, he gave up three earned runs again. So he's given up six earned runs in what six games as the as the Padres' closer. Um, and it's been announced that he is not the closer anymore. They're going to kind of, as far as I know, Pinto, you can correct me, but they're going to be doing more of a situational. Just each game might be different. Who they throw out there in the ninth? Um, Josh yeah, Hader, kind of closer lost by committee now. for sure. Yeah, after um,
2: Fernando Tatis was. was- <laughs> was who we picked last week. We're kind of picking
4: yeah, on San Diego. Some tough yeah. Time. Yeah. Somehow they got worse trading for those two guys.
1: How do you I know? How does that happen? I know it's crazy, but yeah, I mean, that sucks. I think Padres, that's the thing. Like sometimes you get these players and it just doesn't go exactly how you think it it's going to go. Like, it just seems so simple. Like, Oh, this guy's great. We get him. I, I obviously haven't watched too many Padres games, so I don't know exactly, you know, how he's pitching and like but looking at the box score, I mean, you see the earned runs. So I mean, obviously he isn't pitching great and now this demotion. Um, I mean, Pinto, do you I don't know if you have it up in front of you, but do you know where the Padres are sitting right now in the playoff playoff they race? They are
2: second in the National League. Um I'm sorry, the the second wild card right now. They are fifth. They are Do they are they pretty
1: comfortable in there, or is it still pretty close with with some of the teams that are looking in?
2: They're probably not catching the Braves. They're a half game ahead I mean assuming the Giants don't make a run, it's the Padres, Phillies, and Brewers battling for two spots. It's San Diego a half game. It's San Diego a right, right, a half game ahead of the Phillies and the Phillies a half game ahead of the Brewers. So it's very, very close. And Mark would like this, even though he wants us to wrap up. If the Padres didn't make the playoffs, you could get a big Will Ferrell. I'm completely miserable. San Diego, (laughs) If the Padres don't make the playoffs. I know Mark would like that.
4: Two things, two things. Do you think that he's throwing games so the Brewers stay in contention and make the playoffs?
2: No, because (laughs) he wasn't re-signing with them anyway. It's not like he was heartbroken over the trade, so no. I have inside
4: sources telling me otherwise. Second thing, when's the last time you saw both teams involved in a trade lose the trade? The Brewers lost the trade and the Padres so far have lost the trade.
2: Both are worse. I would need in, in to, terms of their bullpen, in terms of their bullpen. Think I wouldn't it. I would need to think about that and I would need to get back to you. I'm not going to think about it now, I would yeah, you.
1: yeah. Well, while you're getting back to him, um, we'll we'll wrap this up, but uh Josh Hader, we who knows, the way it's going, maybe the Padres will will just be a team lost a step um, next week or in a couple of weeks if they don't make the playoffs, but uh for this week we'll just stick with the individual Josh Hader lost a step. Mark have you lost a step? No, nah, man. I'm not never... with his hair. No, nah, no. Nah.
0: I might I might let it grow, you know. Bring it, like back. The, Bring the it looks back. Like the like <laughs> freshman in college days. Why not? You know, everything comes in, you know, cycles, you know. Bring it back. Okay. 31. I'm 31. 31 <laughs> so, it's only going to be more uh you're, um, you're half dead salt and pepper this time. Yeah, I'm half dead, man. All right. RIP me. But no, it's just going to go out. This is it, you know, might as well become a, you know, a walking uh, circus uh, <laughs> clowny or whatever. You know? I
4: think he for, for all, all our listeners out there, he is 31 and he may or may not have been taking a nap the last few minutes and we woke him up <laughs> to finish off the episode.
0: So he's just trying to gather his thoughts. We apologize. Hmm. Um, what were you all talking about? I was falling asleep. I was not paying attention. <laughs> sports, but, sports. So you, oh, you know. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I lost the stuff. So, Max, now that this uh NFL preview series is over, uh, what's next? What's next for us?
1: I mean, I I guess Pinto's gonna be happy because we'll probably talk a little more baseball that we'll have a little more, you know, time for that on the show. Um, things are getting interesting with baseball for sure as Most we get definitely. to September. In October, obviously, but um, you know, NFL season's starting in a few weeks. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I don't think there's any, sure. any golf or anything like that to mention, right, Pinto?
2: Come on,
1: dude. Come um,
2: on. Look, please give me Hold an on. episode. Wait a minute. Hold on. Mike likes soccer. You like soccer. If you guys want to talk soccer, go right ahead. Golf is the Next. worst. We should never talk <laughs> about it ever. Soccer's f- I like look, playing. Look, I don't don't, love soccer. I don't don't love soccer. If you guys want to talk soccer, I brought up one of those stories once. That was a good soccer story. It's fine. It's not my favorite. It's fine. Golf. Forget it. We don't talk golf.
4: I don't want to. I don't want
2: to.
4: I don't want to call Max out. And I don't want to say he's like a part-timer. He enjoys playing soccer and be involved in soccer. But he he doesn't. He's not. He's not like an ad. Like, like he, I don't know if Max could have an intelligent conversation with me about the Premier League right now. And that's no offense to him. I feel like that's a lot of people, um, but maybe, I don't know. I don't know if I can day. have an
2: intelligent conversation with Max about half the defenses in the NFL. Oh,
1: oh, I think that, I think he was putting a shot at himself, but maybe, yes. yeah, he is. Yeah he, is. yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I'm just thinking about that. Interesting. Okay. Fair. I mean, we all have, that's what, that's what I like about, you know, Pinto's got his baseballs kind of his thing. Right. Um, but then we all we all like everything. Mark, you know, can cover any type of sport, so that's what we love about him. I think um, so. I can, real, I
0: can really, I can really go in there and really, you know, cover the caps. Real
1: needed. quick though, um, Mark, and then I'll let you, you know, finally take it away. But yeah, we'll Jose we'll be talking Canseco, about
0: that's the answer. Jose
1: Canseco. We'll be talking about Jose Canseco the next couple of weeks. Uh, but no, I I did want all to right. shout out Everton as Mike brought up the Premier League. Um, that's all I want to say. Everton, thank you. Mike. Why? Why? I just have some. There's just some <laughs> listeners of the show that you know that are Everton fans, and um, you know I'm just showing them right. some love as go soccer. I will. Uh, I will Ooh. say
0: this as. All right, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, Mark. Ooh. Don't worry about him. Tut? Okay. Go. Tut- go blue. Go blue. It was actually our guest last week. I'm surprised. Oh, Sebax. 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 That's C-box. right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I I he was. At, I saw him at the I pub. See, I see. Yeah, he's at the pub all the time They're now. Just watching. <laughs> Um, I will say this as the
0: uh, producer: um, we all can do any sport that we want, and that includes golf. Because I have to sit in and listen to all of you talk about names that I'm pretty sure are made up.
2: Mike Krzyzewski <laughs> is not made
0: up, Mark. It's our two character, made up, character. It's a made up Yeah, it's a Looney Two character. So <laughs> Anvil. drop on him, you know. It's all made up, but you know that's what? fair, Mark.
1: Are, that's fair.
0: That's a deep cut. And if you want to listen to that, you're going to have to go very early on in the Lost of Step archives. And the only way to do that is by going through our Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. And you know what? Be sure to subscribe for all of the future episodes. We are off next week, I think. Correct? Yes. We're on vacation. We're on vacation. We got some business to attend. To. Yes. we got biz- We got business to attend to. <laughs> I need to catch up on some sleep, and then when we kick, <laughs> uh, come back, it will be uh, just in time for kickoff, right, man? Yeah, right, right, y'all. Yeah, so yeah, pretty much. Weekend before.
1: That's yep.
0: right. So we'll we'll be talking about that. I'm sure we'll be talking about all of our uh, fantasy stuff. Oh sure, ooh, sure,
4: yeah.
1: ooh.
4: ooh. If you're a fantasy specialist out there, feel free to DM us. Let us know if you want to come on the show. And that's fantasy feel-
1: sports. Let's not get some weird DMs, all right? Yeah. yeah right. If you <laughs> want Mike, to send me be specific. Your,
4: uh... yeah, you're right.
0: We got some weird listeners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. If you want to C-Bow. send me your Survivor picks, please feel free. Uh, I'm trying to make it all the way this year, so <laughs> there we go. This has been Lost a Step, episode 23 for Sunday, August 21st. I am Mark for Mike, Max, and Tom. Have a good week.